Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Raptors Over Everything podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe on your podcast platforms and on YouTube. Like and subscribe there as well. Well, people, the Toronto Raptors are victorious once again in preseason action. Joining me to discuss it, you know the man, Esfandir Berhani, SDPN Sports. Hello, hello, sir. Hello, hello. Hello, I feel like... Uh... Remember in high school when you you guys two and zero you know start to see season and you're like we undefeated we un <laughs> it just feels like that vibe right now you gotta you gotta enjoy it I I really enjoyed this game the whole way through uh it was fun basketball and I can say that about the entire preseason for the Raptors so far it's been fun it's been enjoyable which is better than the last season like by far so yes good <laughs> vibes all around my guy. 100%, man. It's like a combination of back-to-school vibes along with, you know, early season basketball vibes, exhibition. You're playing some of the local competition. They're terrible. You're feeling good about yourselves. Um, yeah. Obviously, I'm not saying that about the Chicago Bulls. That's not the, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying here. But, I mean, they are 3-0. Any way you want to slice it, and especially with the, the circumstances, as you mentioned. Darko, new, new coach, new system, new everything. Everything that went down on media day. Things feel good. Yeah. In the very, 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 very early going. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Look, I mean, like you said, very early, very, yeah. you know, we're still in the honeymoon phase, if you will, of, you know, good vibes, good chemistry, all that stuff. Everybody's on the bench cheering. We'll see how it looks in 41 games, and we'll we'll kind of reconvene on how these good vibes are right now. But let's try to harness the lightning in the bottle. It feels like, uh, yeah, just good vibes all, all around. 100%. And just looking at this game, so you got 34 made field goals. You got 21 assists to go along with that. Another uh, whole bunch of turnovers. You got 20 today, and uh, we'll get into that in a second. Um, I thought it was interesting that the Chicago, oh, the, the Raptors only shot six non-paint twos. Mm. A lot mm. of at the basket, a lot of shots right. at the three-point line. They're getting closer and closer to what most modern offenses are doing is that they're limiting their mid-range shots and they're focusing them on, on three-point line and also obviously um, around the basket. Um, but yeah, just overall, you know, did you see anything different from this game as opposed to the other ones? Anything that really stood out to you? I think the major thing that stood out to me was that second quarter lineup where it was Scotty, I believe, J-Mac, uh, Dennis Schroeder, um, Grady Dick, and I believe there was one more guy in there. Gary Trent Jr. Gary Trent Jr. was in there. That mm -hmm. lineup right there was like an offensive machine built around Scotty Barnes. If you yep. want to get an idea of what an ideal type of offense around him looks, you got your glimpse right there in that second quarter. It was tons of off-ball movement. It was tons of dribble handoffs involving Scotty. They were using him as that post-hub. Shout out to Samson Folk, who just wrote an incredible article on Scotty, the post-hub player. But and video, were, and video, yes. And video, and yes. Oh my <laughs> God, I'm so sorry. And video essay. Um, yes, it was it was the ideal situation situation for Scotty. 
And you saw guys like Grady, you saw guys like Gary really, really thrive in those scenarios too. It brought out the best in both of them, to be honest with you. That's the thing that caught my eye almost immediately. I was like, this, th I did the Leonardo DiCaprio meme for a second. I was like, this is, <laughs> this is what I, I want to see. You're the uh, one. <laughs> yeah, you're the one. Exactly. I, I, I just thought that was, it's an interesting lineup. They obviously, they got cooked on defense with that lineup. I mean, they couldn't stop a nosebleed, but offensively it looked really really intriguing and i think maybe that's a lineup you can go to for transitional moments maybe in the season maybe during games seems like it's something that you can actually work with yeah we still haven't seen like the actual top 10 um yeah. as darko has alluded to if anyone doesn't know he said that he likes to roll with a 10-man rotation which is music to the ears of raptors players raptor fans all that kind of fun stuff. But at the same time, as I've mentioned, as we've all mentioned, like the Raptors, they could conceivably, if they wanted to, go like 12 deep if they if they really felt like it. But if Darko's saying, this is how I want to do my my system here, it's, it's 10 players, then there's players that are going to be in that top 10, presumably, who are, haven't actually played in preseason yet. Yeah. You know, so it's a, it's a funny thing that they have to kind of wrap their head around, but, or maybe it's uh, it's something that happens, you know, gradually uh, as they want to probably just like keep the chemistry right. I'm um, going into the season, but Scotty Barnes today throughout this whole preseason, just lightning in a bottle, nonstop, constantly moving. His activity has been infectious throughout, throughout the whole, uh, whole game and on offense, on defense, he's just everywhere. Yeah. And in the best kind of way. No, you, you meant like, it's funny because the whole conditioning thing was such a big topic, such a big conversation at the end of the last year when yeah. he brought it up. And then this year, he kind of retouched on it saying, yeah, I actually worked on my conditioning this year, which was really surprising. The fact that he mm -hmm. reengaged with that conversation, it's clearly something that he wants to work at. And if we're being honest, he does have to play a certain way in order to maximize himself. He has to be ultra aggressive. He has to be a guy who is using all of his energy, exerting all of his energy on defense and on offense, right? If you're being this bully ball type of dude in the post, that you you need a lot of energy for that. You like yeah. Giannis needs a lot of energy for that type of basketball. A lot of other players in the league that use that sort of bully style need to have top tier conditioning to be able to do that through an 82 game regular season. Now we'll yeah. see if Scotty can continue at this pace, right? Yes. For 82 games. But first three games, you're totally right. He is an energizer bunny. He just it just lightning in a bottle is a perfect way to describe yeah. him. His defensive um I guess I would say like just just awareness has been much better in the preseason so far. I think he's done a much better job of rotating over the weak mm -hmm. side stuff. We saw a little bit of it today as well. Just him as a rover, a guy who can pick passing lanes, et cetera, et cetera. He looked awesome. Loved Scotty. Loved every moment of today. Yeah, deflections and pick and roll. Um, he was getting his hands deep down there in the cookie jar, and he was yeah. getting something out of it and the diving for loose balls. And it's it's good to see him being able to hit some of those corner or not corner threes, but just open threes in general. It's not just because of the fact that we want him to hit threes, because obviously we do, but it's a confidence to step into those. Like there was a play where he was a trailer um, along the uh, OG had, was in the corner and then Scotty's trailing a play and he just faults up and he hits a three. Um, yeah. It's a confidence right there that you, that you want to see from him. And uh, also the Raptors, like they're running plays for him to shoot threes along with Pascal Siakam. I wonder if that that's having like a psychological effect on them where they're, they know that a shot's coming, 
is coming their way. And it's not as surprising because as we know, the last season, like it was a lot of free flowing offense. You didn't really know where the ball was going to come from, when it was going to come to you. You just had to be ready to shoot. And yeah. for some players, a Gary Trent, an OG Ananobi, they're used to that. They can get their footwork right. But for some others, maybe it's just not the same. Yeah. So much of this, you know, the, the Darko style is like some people are so scared to mention like what it actually is. So much of this 0.5 seconds yeah. offense is predicated off of driving kick because you penetrate the defense that kind of collapses them in. Right. And then you're able to kick it out, swing, swing, swing. You have an open shooter at some point. Mm -hmm. Right. It does not matter who that open shooter is. And I think that really, really helps out a guy like Scotty Barnes, a yeah. guy like OG Ananobi, a guy like Precious, uh, Precious even Achua, even Precious Achua once he gets back to it, but especially Pascal Siakam, who has shown the ability to step into his shots, to be a catch and shoot player a little bit more because of this new offense. Let's say you have a Dennis Schroeder that's attacking the paint. Let's say you have a Scotty Barnes that's attacking the paint. Two guys yeah. who can get into the teeth of the defense and then kick it out. That's going to create a lot of open opportunities. Uh, and you're right, with extra daylight, with more opportunity, guys like Pascal will be more confident getting into mm -hmm. it, settling into that jump shot. It was a possession, 85-83. Uh, Scotty inbounds to Dennis, and he just chips it back to Scotty. And he beat four Bulls and a few Raptors down the court. Mm. A little shuffle pass to Pascal Siakam. He draws a foul. Um, it's that energy that... We want to see that from him game in, game out. I love seeing him fall up his misses too. It's like that extra, that second jump. He should have that ability. And it seems like he's slowly harnessing that over time. And the physicality, it's meeting his energy. And when that happens, you get some of these really special moments where he's doing things that no other player on the court can do other right. than Scotty Barnes. I, I think this was also the best game from Pascal in the preseason so far, just because of his ability one when the going got tough they did go a little bit to iso ball there at towards mm. end of the first quarter i think start of the end of the second quarter when it was pascal and some of the bench together they leaned into the iso ball just a tad bit more and pascal feast like they mm. they were getting consistent mismatches in that mid post area for him he was able to hunt them out and it worked extremely well i think the other side of that is you know the transition offense that they're trying to run just this running gun pace is getting him so many easy buckets that Seriously? the other side of the ball like the the isolation stuff that he can do is now coming on a tilted defense versus a defense that is set and ready to guard him when the ball is moving mm -hmm. consistently the players the defense has to rotate over as well now you're now you have pascal one of the best craftsmen in the nba attacking a defense that is on the go and that's, yeah. I mean, that's pick your poison in that scenario. Seriously. And Dennis Schroeder has been so good about that too, that he's constantly getting the ball up ahead of the court. It doesn't matter who it is, whether it's Chris Boucher, Scotty Barnes, Pascal Siakam, it's just get the ball down the floor. And there are several possessions where Pascal gets an early seal or, and he's able to go to work, or maybe, you know, you find Pascal along the, the wing or around the end line yeah. and he's able to make a quick move and boom, it's a shovel pass again to Scotty Barnes. You draw a foul, a few easy points. And I love the basket towards the end of the, I think it was the end of the, the their last shift in the fourth quarter where it was Dennis and Pascal in transition 
this ran some two-man game real quick. The Raptors, they're loving their touch screens and go screens. <laughs> and it's part of, you know, keeping the pace up on offense um, and yeah. just keeping teams on their toes in transition. And uh, Dennison and Pascal ran that, and he got empty side um, against, I believe it was Pat Williams, spin move, bucket, and it's just never been easier. And Darko, I mean, to his credit, before we even saw anything about Pascal in this offense, he said, you know, what's cool about Pascal right now is, such a talented player, yada, yada, but he's become very efficient in mm-hmm. his offense. And here he is today, eight of 11, right? Yeah. 22 it's, points. It's, it's maximizing those opportunities and maximizing those spots. What is the evolution of a player from good to great and great to even better is being able to pick and choose where you're going to maximize essentially your shot diet. Right. Mm. Um, that was a clear point from Darko, but I think, it also takes a little bit of adjusting to do that when you're Pascal, when you're so used to, hey, just give me the ball, get out the way over the last but couple of years. He's a hooper. Yeah, he's he a hooper. <laughs> yeah, hey, you, I mean, he's right. He's right. Yeah, his, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. his ability to adjust, uh, I mean, I think even early on has been really impressive. Again, I think the tilted defense is really making it efficient for him to score too. It's similar to Scotty because this tilted defense also benefits a guy like Scotty who can mm. kind of attack a, a defender who's on the go, kind of bully him in with the shoulder and go up with yeah. it. Like that's that's very much so a Scotty type of shot. Um, and it helps other guys too, right? It helps Gary. It helps OG when yeah. when there's a there's maybe a cross match situation. Maybe you get a mismatch then you can kind of take advantage of that opportunity for yourself as well. And now you can play a little bit of ISO ball if the, if you so choose to, you know, hundred percent. And the, the predictability of the offense last year was, was the numbing part about it is that we all knew where the ball was going to go. And that right. was the depressing part about it. And even the other team knew where it was going to go, but now there's so many, like, you know, there's so much side to side movement. There's a lot of reversing, um, lots of pick and roll, lots of dribble handoffs. And even just with that, once the players and like, again, they had 20 turnovers today, there was a lot of like sloppy misreads between the players. And I think that's natural, but they're trying to do the right thing. Yeah. You can tell that they're they're cutting back door. Maybe the window wasn't there, but they're going to learn from that. Hopefully, and if, even if not, there is such thing as good turnovers versus bad turnovers. And I that's, think they're finding that balance. That's part of this style too. Like if yeah. you're passing the ball more, you're just going to turn the ball over more. That's just how it is. The Raptors were near the bottom of the league in turnovers last year because mm-hmm. they didn't pass the ball a lot. They were mostly an ISO scoring team. They were at the top uh, or near the top of the league when it came to isolation frequency. Yeah. So it's just part of the game, right? It's part of the style you're trying to play. You're also going to force a bunch of turnovers with their defensive effort. And I think mm-hmm. the defense really popped tonight too. Uh, just their ability to hound at the point of attack. There was a possession. It ended up in a shot clock violation for the Bulls, right? And this was Dennis and Scotty at the point of attack against Javon Carter. They did not let him breathe whatsoever. It ate up maybe 10 seconds of clock. I believe mm-hmm. after Javon Carter was another player. I'm not sure who it was. I can't remember. Maybe it was Io Desumu. He was on the other side. They did the exact same thing to him. They trapped Vucevic just like that. A shot clock violation, yeah. nothing happened out of that play. They didn't even pass the three-point line. That is the type of just absolute menacery. I don't even know the word I can even say for this right now. Um, just hounding, yes. Hound, it, no, it's incredible. It is hounding yeah. defense. Yeah. Uh, and I think that ball pressure is going to turn into a lot of turnovers, into a lot of fast break opportunities. And that's the way the Raptors want to play. 
And there's a composure along with their defense too, which is what we were hoping for last season is that you can see that the, the weak side players or even just anyone on the weak side of the ball, whether they got their foot on the elbow, they got their foot on the block, they're keeping their foot on the paint. And then as the ball is rotating around, then they're slowly making their moves and they're relying on some pretty some pretty savvy closeouts. And last season, we all saw the, the flyby closeouts. It was so bloody annoying. Granted, the Atlantics suggest that, you know, that's the best shot to make a player take. And if they take a dribble, then they take a side right. step and then they shoot. And then, you know, <laughs> but um, what I'm seeing from them is it seems like they're they're anticipating where that player is going to drive from. Mm-hmm. And they're stopping a little bit shorter and they're reading the angles. And it's probably it's more of that is that they're taking positive angles to try and negate those those uh, drive attempts towards the rim. And that that was a killer for the Raptors, right? Like yeah. we just I mean, I don't got to go through it. You guys all saw it. Um, it was so annoying last season. And I think it, there's like a composure to it, but along with the, an aggression to this defense. To your point, uh, I completely agree. To your point, you think about what the strengths of this defense are. It is, right? They can switch a ton, but they also have the length to be able to do mm-hmm. so. They yep. got a little bit too switch heavy last year. Now you can kind of, you don't have to be right near the man because you're always long. A guy like Jaden McDaniels, uh, sorry, Jalen McDaniels, fits right in i'm i'm gonna mix that up all they the both time do. The they both do I, they both fit. yeah <laughs> yeah. They, yeah they both do you're right yeah i'm gonna just say j mac for the love of it yes yeah, j- <laughs> j- Mac is like the perfect example of that because you can slot him into any lineup whether it is with scotty uh pascal etc even dennis and his length he is so long when you see him on the court that it Seriously. just helps him overcome not overcompensate but just compensate for the distance that he has on a closeout so now mm-hmm. he doesn't necessarily need to fly by. He can always contest just by just by putting a hand up because he's so long. The same thing applies to Scotty. Same thing applies to Pascal. Other guys that are on this team as well. Boucher is another guy that can do that well. Yeah. Just being able to have a long body to contest and play you one-on-one, that's tough defense. Straight up. J-Mac, man, he's got, had some terrific blocks today. Like yes. Right at the rim. Um, he was pinning dudes and uh, it kind of ke- catches you off guard, I would think. He blocked Zach Levine on right. a drive right off the backboard. Like, whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> no, he's, <laughs> uh, man, I, 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 I hate to be the guy three games into a preseason to be like, I told you so. But I just, I, as soon as they signed him, I knew that he was going to fit right into their system because yeah. of what he brings on both ends. And I said this earlier tonight, but just... You can throw him into any lineup because he does a little bit of everything. Obviously, the the defensive side of the ball, you already know with his. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
length, mm-hmm. his ability to mul- guard multiple positions, be that weak side rim protector. All of that is clear. I think his offensive versatility is actually popping off a little bit too. Yes, the three-point shot is something that has to evolve and get better, but his yeah. ability to attack closeouts, his ability to make plays, I think his ability, obviously in the transition, we saw a nice little finish today too. There mm-hmm. is real tangible stuff to like from this guy. And I don't know if it's going to be the eight-man rotation or the nine-man rotation, 10-man rotation, whatever it's going to be. He has to be in that rotation. No question about it in my mind now. Yeah, we saw it today, too. He checked in quite early in that third quarter. And, I mean, it seemed like Darko, he was playing essentially like his 10-man rotation for what was available to him in this game. And then, obviously, at the last, like, six minutes or so, things got a little changed a little bit. But uh, that's when he checked in. He checked in for Pascal Siakam. And what I love about his ability just to work off ball is that he's got this motto, it seems like, it's, I'm available to you. He's always just finding those small windows where he's just available if you need me, I'm right here, guys. Right. I'm right here. I'm cutting towards the basket. I'm heading baseline. He keeps on moving. He keeps on rotating around. And uh, also at the same time, it's similar to actually to Yaka Pertle, where Yak's not always in the way, but he's just like circling around, is making himself available and creating those passing mm-hmm. angles in case you need him. And then, of course, yeah, um, the three-point shot, you know, he went 0-4 today. Hopefully he makes a couple, but I think there's no reason to think that he's not going to, you know, be a pivotal player off the bench this season. I'm 25 minutes today. I can see that being repeated. If OG or Scotty or Pascal get in foul trouble, he's going to be checking in. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree with you. And, and the other guy that kind of comes to mind here uh, in that rotation, maybe someone that everybody has, is, has been kind of keen on uh, throughout this preseason is Grady Dick, right? Like how, How does he fit into this rotation in game one? And how does that maybe look in game 82? Because I do think those are two very different things. You mm-hmm. obviously have the precious uh, I- injury that's playing a factor here. Uh, they're trying to try different lineups. I think Malachi Flynn kind of struggled today. And you saw some of the things yeah, that... Yeah, he, he did. All right. Javon Carter gave him some problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think like to kind of compare the two... You saw what Grady, just because of his size, just because of his intuitiveness offensively, what he can do, even if he's not hitting shots. Mm -hmm. When Malachi isn't hitting shots, dot, 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 dot. You know, it it just, it kind of runs loose from there. You don't know what else he can bring just because he's a bit undersized defensively. And I wonder if we're looking at that 10-man rotation, whatever it might be, if Grady ends up being 10 versus Malachi's 11 and they kind of go back and forth. I don't, I, I really don't know. I, I don't want, I don't need, I don't think we need to go out here yeah. and list all 10 right now, but mm. I do think Grady's shooting once it comes around, we haven't really seen an, an explosive shooting game from him. I'm sure that will eventually come. I think some of the ancillary things that he does, some of the secondary stuff, the passing, I thought he had some couple, a couple of good rebounds tonight. I believe he had a couple of good rebounds tonight. Let's see. He had, Yes, he had two rebounds. Two. Those two oh, rebounds yeah. were very nice rebounds. Yes, um, they were. <laughs> no, ultimately, I just think like his connectiveness on offense, his ability to make a couple of different reads, put the ball on the floor. He yeah. is big, uh, like he's six foot nine, but he's like a stern six foot nine. You know, it's yeah. not just six foot nine in shoes. I kind of think he makes a lot of sense off the bench with this team, and this brings me to my next point. Uh huh. I when okay, so the first. Three Mm -hmm. preseason games, Mm -hmm. it has been obvious that the starters can't get things going offensively until Gary Trent Jr. can come into the game. 
And I'm mm. just, I'm wondering, I don't want to say it's like Pat Pat effect, you know, Patrick Patterson, the long time come off the bench, but don't start him story. I don't want to get into that, but it gives me those vibes because he's good off of the bench. He clearly yeah. excels in that role, but he makes so much sense with the starting unit. And I feel like Darko is sold on Dennis as the starting point guard for this team. But I just, can we reconsider? Yeah, Maybe. You yeah, you, you wonder. Know, you yeah. know, I, I don't know. That's the yeah. one thing that kind of popped into my head today when I was watching the game. I mean, and the, some of the criticism of Gary Trent Jr. was, hey, can you pass the ball? Well, look, he had four assists today. He right. was put in a position. And I've, I've always disputed that just a little bit because I felt like past few seasons, he was a play finisher. That was his role with this team. Sure, he misses that, he, this pass, that pass, right? But if you're told, come in and shoot the ball and get buckets, then right. that's your job. And I think for the most part, especially because of how the Raptors operated offensively, it was a lot of get a paint touch, kick it out, finish a play in some capacity. He felt like that was part of his job was to do that. And he did it, you know, fairly well. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, some ups and downs with it. Did he miss some moments? Sure. But I think in a, in a case like this, where we're seeing that he's being challenged to, okay, you're going to dribble handoff system. Okay. You got Thad Young on the short roll. You got Scotty Barnes on the short roll. Are you going to, are you going to find these guys? These are simple reads for a guy who is a talented B has shooting gravity and C it's simple. It's straightforward. Yeah. Like it's it, these are basic like bounce pass, you know, to your short yeah. roller. Like that, those are things that he should be, should be able to do at this level. And I think he can. So how does this go going forward? I mean, it's a great question. I when Dennis was signed and just some of the reading some of the tea leaves, it it seemed like that this is Darko's guy. Right. And 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 to Dennis's credit, I mean, I hear what you're saying, and I see him like working constantly on his three point shot at the end of practices with Pat Delaney. He's working on it today. He didn't shoot all that well, um, but having that st stabilizing veteran point guard, I think, does help this team. Um, also, a point of attack defense. I, I still see a lot of value True. in that, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, like even the, even today, I saw examples where Dennis Schroeder is able to get around those screens. Malachi Flynn wasn't able to. He's getting kind of lost in right. those now. You have those two ones going downhill. Those are problems. But Dennis, he wasn't getting lost. I Man, he was getting around those screens. He saw them coming, and that's like that screen navigation, that savvy veteran presence uh, where it comes into play. And I mentioned his transition passing. Um, and also, you know, he had today. What, what did he have? He had uh, twelve points on. Four of ten shooting, not the best percentage. He was one of four from three, but it seemed like the the buckets that he got, it was when the flow of the offense, like broken play, ten seconds left on the shot clock. Okay, Dennis, Dennis go downhill, gets and, a foul yeah, or something like that. It's, by the it's, way, it's a weird thing. It's, it's a tough thing to figure out though, because I hear what you're saying. You're having issues with your starters, spacing, shooting, Gary Trent Jr. Right. It makes sense. <laughs> it's it also could be a chicken in the egg thing where it's like yeah. maybe you know hey Gary is being maximized here off of the bench because those shots are available to him they aren't mm -hmm. available with the starting unit right it's it's a tug and pull and I totally agree with the points you said about Dennis because he does bring a lot to this team yeah uh, the the dribble penetration is the thing that pops off to me you mentioned the point of attack defense which is very very important but the yeah. offensive side of the ball him being able to get into the teeth of the defense and then kick it out has been i mean obviously for a team that is missing fred van vliet who was the guy who did that now we can yeah. debate about how effective he was at that but that was his job right his mm -hmm. job last year for this team was to drive the basketball dennis has replaced that he's arguably better at getting there just because how quick he is yeah. and i 
I think that's an important aspect to have for this team. But that aspect becomes so much more important when they're shooting around it. And yeah, it I, I, you know, so yeah. it it's a weird tug and pull. And I think the Raptors will have to play with a lot of different lineups this year just to see what works. I'm fascinated by that. That's probably the thing that catches my interest almost immediately. I just, I'm thinking, hey, imagine a world where Dennis is the veteran off of the bench who is helping guys like Grady and Precious and, you know, J-Mac and all those guys kind of along. Now you have a really, really good bench unit, you know? Yeah, that's a lot a of spacing there too. A lot of spacing there too. Exactly. Now he's getting downhill. He's doing his thing. Yeah. Right. I just, I feel like there's a way to maximize both of them here. Uh, if you put Gary in for Dennis, but at the same time, I like, I hear you, I hear you that there's valid points to have Dennis in the starting lineup. So it's yeah. tough, man. It's a tough decision to make. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, the ideal world is that you have Gary and Scotty form this like dynamic two man game. And then also Yak and Dennis have some sort of dynamic two man game. Obviously it's going to be different. It's not going to be the same different, different uh, talents at the guard position, also at the center position between those combinations, but that's what you hope for. And then that can be like a a bit of a hub uh, for your offense whenever they decide to go to those uh, lineups. But I think Gary and Scotty, they work really well off each other. Um, I, they I work see well the, today. Yeah. 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 I see the vision with, uh, with Yak and Dennis as well. Um, let's just see how it goes. But the Malachi Flint minutes today, I mean, I think he's going to get every opportunity that he requires um, to make this work as a backup point guard. Again, I've said this before. Front offices don't like being wrong about players, especially first round picks, albeit yeah. a late first rounder. So they want to be able to say that, you know, we got Malachi and a different coach, different system, yada, yada. He's all bulked up now. Looks like he's got like, you know, like <laughs> balloons in his shoulders. Um, <laughs> and uh, let's, I mean, I'll have to see what goes. Today wasn't great. Javon Carter is a tough matchup for him. Um, we just got to hope that he can, he can grow. Darko had said yesterday or the day before that he feels like there's a lot more to Malachi's game. Well, it seems like he's going to get the opportunity because Jeff Down Jr. didn't play again today either. So yeah, yeah. No, I I do think Malachi is going to get his opportunity. I think yeah. um I think both him and the team and you know I, I ultimately I think they're both looking at this as a sort of last chance. He's entering a year where you know he doesn't know what his next season is going to look like. Mm-hmm. I think ultimately he understands that and. I'm I'm curious because they've sort of placed him for the most part second half of this game they they had him be the lead guard but in the first half it was him and Dennis together it was him and Scotty together they are playing him with another ball handler so they're trying to see how he how he can be maximized off of the ball that requires him to hit his shots point blank that is the way he's going to be able to be maximized off the ball you got to hit your threes that especially as a smaller guard that's just the only way that that's going to happen but it's going to be interesting he is going to get a bunch of chances this year um and i guess yeah we'll see how it goes and no one look at their three point percentage today because it was 29% <laughs> but yeah i mean they won the game though right so it yeah. doesn't matter yeah. Jerry rigging the system again. We shot like SHIT from three, but we still won the game. Here Damn, the Bulls, the Bulls actually, I, I thought the Bulls had a pretty good three-point night, but they shot, they took five less threes than we did. 
Yeah. Uh, and and only made nine, just like us. So I, yeah, that's tough. I thought they would be a better three point shooting team this year, just because of some of their additions. But never mind with that. I look, I, I think the, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess not. Um, the the Raptors ultimately, I I think by the way, uh, someone needs to get a mention here. I love their end of bench guys, the nine oh five guys, Javon Freeman, Liberty. I think Mamadou Gay was pretty uh, Gay Gay, whatever it is. Uh, he told I, he, me it's okay. Gay. Gay. Uh, ro- gay gay okay cool I'll it's rock from the it. man's mouth so yeah i believe it i know i saw the i saw the interview and i'm like okay the, it sounds right it makes sense let's rock with it okay yeah. um either way i think both of those guys were phenomenal i think gay has been really really good in the preseason as well uh freeman yeah. liberty just has a, a kind of burst to him offensively he can do a bunch of different things Ooh, you that see kick that out to grady man he waited till the yeah. very last second before he kicked that out and there was just a wide open look for grady he could have just twiddled his thumb for a few seconds and then shot the ball it was beautiful yeah yeah exactly i think i think he does a lot of secondary yeah. things really really well uh same can apply to gay i think they were both really good in the the secondary stuff it's like roll to the basket play hard rebound make the right pass and those are the things you need from rotation guys right maybe someday if there's an injury if there's something mm-hmm. that's lingering they can get a crack at the rotation i'm not sure when christian coloco is coming or or, or when he's going to be fully healthy yeah gonna be i'm tough. a little scared about that i yeah. i i think i am too i think I, anybody should yeah. be concerned about that but hey maybe gay gets a crack at things maybe you see him get into the rotation a little bit more they are they do have a lot of front court guys but who knows right once again we're sitting here saying where are the centers preseason <laughs> but <laughs> preseason yeah 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 you're right bad young is just like come on guys i'm a i'm a power forward i'm here doing it again oh man look i i love that i love that he's had an incredible career it's it's looking a little tough out there it's okay though it's look incredible 17 year man he is a vet on this team a well-respected vet on this team uh yeah you're probably asking too much if if he's the guy that's trying to be your backup center you know what i mean he had some nice cuts today yeah. Four free throws made all made all them right. Yeah, made yeah. all those free throws. That means something these days, right? <laughs> okay, um, but especially I mean, against the Bulls, especially 100%. against the Bulls. That means yeah. something. I, I decide not to actually say it, but yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes. I mean, it's 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 very fresh in our mind still that uh, that <laughs> awful awful playing game. Um, but I mean, with the offense, you know, as we wrap up things here, like I, I think. There's there's more reason to believe about the longevity of this offense, and uh, right. I just like you know the, the, they have certain triggers within their offense, and this is where they're asking guys to you know take on some more ball handling responsibilities, and you're gonna either sink or swim with some of those. And we mentioned the turnovers; some of those are gonna happen, but they're getting defenses moving, and there's a lot of activity. And once you have these triggers, every, there's a togetherness with the team. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
They know what they want to do. And uh, I think it's, an, it's in a way, it's an unrelenting offense. There's reason to think that they just going to keep on coming at you, whether it's a pick and roll, a DHO, cutter here, cutter there. And this is what Darko demands. And it seems like he's pretty steadfast on his principles. You do these principles and that's how we're going to play basketball. So maybe, I mean, after watching a few of these games, I feel like there's a bit more sustainability to the offense. Again, what is the peak of it? It may not be as high as I'd like, but I, I see there's a vision here and there's something that they're working towards and I'm seeing progress game by mm-hmm. game. And you got a player like Pascal Siakam, as I mentioned, I mean, eight of 11 today, 22 points, easily could have got 30. Um, and Scotty Barnes, the way he's humming right now, OG, I know we didn't really shoot that well today, um, but uh, he was obviously a presence on the defensive end. He had some nice putbacks on, on offense. Um, there's still a lot to, to be had here with this offense. And again, it's going to come down to three point shooting. Um, and today, Scotty and Pascal, well, they shot, what? what was it? What was it? What was it? Two of five from Pascal and uh, two of three from Scotty. So four of eight, not bad. They scored the final, what, 17 points in that fourth quarter of that shift of the starters. Not bad. I'll Let's take leave it. it there. Yeah, <laughs> That's not, I'll take not it. Bad. Yeah. Hey, look, it's preseason. We can do all these precursors, kind of preambles saying, uh, hey, we'll see what happens. But ultimately, like, yeah, this this is going to need we need to see this for an extended period of time this offense, right? We yep. need to see how it looks uh with some of the other guys missing, right? With Precious, with Jakob. We need to see it in its in its all, right? Let's see it in yeah. its entirety first. Um and I I think I need to see at least 20 to 30 games just to see if guys have bought in, right? And if they stay bought into this, right? It's easy to get when you have a free-flowing offense, it's easy to get bogged down back into that ISO game. Let's mm-hmm. see if they can kind of keep this ball moving as the season progresses too. And also muscle memory for some of their opponents. They're not going to be used to watching the Raptors play this way. Like they're going to look at film and they're going to see them moving differently. And they're going to be like, okay. But then when they're on the court with a Pascal Siakam, a Scotty and OG, and these guys are like, these guys are moving differently. It's like that split second that they're going to have to probably catch up a little bit. But as mm-hmm. you mentioned, that 30 game mark and forward, that's where teams are going to figure them out just a little bit more. Than they yeah. were before and also the transition opportunities they're going to get negated a little bit and then we're going to see more probably what the raptors are going to be this uh this upcoming season i i don't doubt that they probably get off to a decent start right, right. but then december january february let's see where they're at that's where it's going to be the real telltale signs the vibes are back man that's all i Hell can yeah. say there the we vibes go. are back i like it i appreciate you man thank you for coming on of course of course anytime i guess thank you all right everyone thanks for listening